we're back on the the I mean, we're still on North American continent. I don't know what I'm talking about, but we're in the United States of America back talking about wrestling. Yes, we are. We are no longer in Central America where <laughs> Raw plays every other hour uh, in Spanish on Fox Sports. So that that was kind of wild to me how like often it was playing. Yeah, like all damn day, every day uh, on it, it felt like all the odd hours of the day you could turn yeah. on Fox Sports and uh, that. But it was only that one episode of Raw that kept replaying <laughs> every hour. Uh, no SmackDown, no NXT. By God, they they know exactly what happened on that episode of Raw. Yeah, no, no SmackDown. Even though like SmackDown is the one that's on Fox already, so yeah. it must be some weird regional like rights thing that they have that like they're still on some old deal where they they only have Raw for some reason. <laughs> so, well, what happened? I you know honestly, I just got back yesterday, and I was in the middle of the jungle. Uh, for this last week, so uh, I don't really know much what happened except for uh, except for a promo that we'll we'll get to on on Rampage. Um, cash me up. What's what's been happening? Well, let me get you to Rampage real quick. Um, Austin Theory got a win over Rey Mysterio on Raw. Uh, All right. So we are we are on the road to Austin Theory getting a three week push and then disappearing for six months like everybody else. And um, not even disappearing for six months, disappearing for two months and getting cut uh, in the next Black Friday. Yeah. Uh, uh, Finn Balor, who a week ago, as you saw 300 times on the Raw recap, um, a week ago was in a fatal four-way ladder match to determine the number one contender to Big E. This week, he has been relegated to a match against Chad Gable, where he won via roll-up. Um, so Finn Balor may be on the outs here. I'm just basing everything on the fact that this entire company is getting fired except for Roman and Becky Lynch. Yeah. Um, so that's where we're headed. Um, if anybody listening to this has not watched the, um, the T bar Damian priest feud that's been going on, it doesn't get a ton of TV time, but these two dudes have beat the ever loving shit out of each other. Um, <laughs> T-Bar went at Damian Priest with a kendo stick this week. Uh, do yourself a favor and don't go looking for Damian Priest's Instagram page where he posted pictures of the aftermath of this thing because his his stomach where he took that kendo stick looks like ground beef. It's disgusting. Oh, no, I did see that picture then. Yeah, it's yeah. rough. <laughs> uh, the other big thing from Raw, uh, WWE continues to make Bianca Belair, you know, their you know, super champ. For a long time, uh, she's just a chump now. Uh, she lost again. This is like her sixth title shot that she has not won. Yeah, Becky used an exposed turnbuckle and pulled the tights to get the pin. But at the same time, like you're not doing anything by having her get title match after title match after title match and never getting the job done. You're just making her look like a chump. Yeah. Uh, that was raw. We'll jump to NXT where there was not a ton Um Mandy Rose opened the show with a bomb ass promo. Um, she's great. She's not quite uh Britt Baker, but she is uh she's pretty damn close. Uh she was interrupted by Io Shirai, who is apparently going to be her first challenger. Uh probably a good call if you want to solidify Mandy as your top woman to have the last super lengthy champion 
be the one that uh, she beats in her first defense. Uh, other than that, the only important thing on this show was the main event, the tag match between, let me make sure I get it right. It is uh, Carmelo Hayes and Trick. His name is Trick Williams. Uh, took on Johnny Gargano and Dexter Loomis. Um, we have not seen a ton of like what Dexter Loomis can do in a ring up to this point. He's been a little, you know, gimmicky, you know, like early Kane type stuff. Yeah. Um, Dexter Loomis can freaking go, man. Uh, this match was so much fun to watch. Everybody involved is so talented. And Dexter Loomis was just putting on a show. Um, the, uh, the, the heels here got the win. Um, but I, I wasn't even disappointed. That match was, that match was awesome. Dexter Loomis feels like a, like an alternate universe, orange Cassidy, like, like in, a, in a way, super huge orange Cassidy. Yeah. To, to the point where like they both don't really want to wrestle, but for, you know, very different reasons. Like, I don't know, like Dexter Loomis, just like, I don't know. He's a beast that just doesn't really want to go to that next level, but he can. And orange Cassidy's too lazy. Uh, to go to that next level. I, I think that's kind of like the deal. Then they can both go and they both have this similar kind of like hulking up or whatever it is, you know, yeah. whatever. Obey your parents. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. We will move yeah. on to Wednesday now. Uh, Dynamite brought a pretty good show. Not great by AEW standards, but pretty good. Uh, the night opened with a uh, Brian Danielson and Anthony Bowens match. Uh, which was preceded. Oh, that by... was on Rampage because I—that's the was one it? thing I have watched. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sorry, my tabs got got flip flopped. We will get back to that because the—I actually thought the rap that preceded that match was pretty awesome. Yeah. Dynamite was the uh, the Cody Rhodes Andrade match, uh, which was great um, until it got you know another another one of those interference finishes. Um, FTR this time instead of Malachi Black. Uh, apparently, all of this is because Andrade's handing people envelopes of cash to do his bidding. Yeah, um, I feel like that works better when you've got Ric Flair in your corner. But yeah, I mean they're they're making it work sort of. Um, I still don't understand the 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 Black Andrade thing because he mm. he's not in it for the cash. He just wants to, to make Cody Rhodes' yeah. life miserable. Um, I do like uh, the the tweet that Cody sent out. There's like the something I'm paraphrasing here, but it's like I regret starting that whole FTR thing because it was <laughs> Cody on BT that started the whole fuck the revival thing, uh, and so it, it's it's coming back. Yeah, so. um, Orange Cassidy lost in his Eliminator Tournament match to his replacement opponent Miro, uh, so we will be getting a Brian Danielson versus Miro at Full Gear. Uh, Little sad it's not going to be um, Danielson Moxley, but you know, as we've yeah. pointed out, we wish Mox the best. Uh, Kenny Omega and Alan Angels had a bomb ass match. I like, I thought Alan Angels was just kind of like the guy that took the beating in multi man mm -hmm. tag matches, but like, he could go, son. This match was <laughs> awesome. Uh, had a lot of fun watching that one. Um, when the elite decided to jump on the dark order, of course, hangman, uh, came to the rescue. He did the ultimate no, no. He picked up the belt. Um, oh, 
but he he set it at the edge of the ring and told Kenny to come get it that uh, he'd take it from him in nine days or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that was kind of a kind of that was some cowboy shit. Um, <laughs> let's see, Super Click got into a brawl with uh, Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Christian Cage. It was pretty good in in terms of uh, brawls. Not quite the one from Rampage, but we'll get to that one. Um, but we are getting this match at full gear. It will be the Super Click taking on Jurassic Express with Christian Cage. Uh, I, I was kind of hoping they'd throw Cutler in there so we would at least get some some fun Marco um, mm. pop uh, spot monkey stuff because he does yeah. some wild stuff. <laughs> Um, FTR retained the AAA Tag Team Championship. Um, the the artist formerly known as Kalisto, now Samurai del Sol, and Aerostar uh, of AAA challenged for the belt and lost. Jamie Hayter beat the ever loving hell out of Anna J. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why <laughs> Anna Anna J decided. You know, I don't need the Dark Order or anybody out here with me. Ty Conti can stay in the back. Whatever. It's going to be a clean, wholesome match, even though <laughs> Britt Baker and Reba are standing here. Um, Reba, Rebel. It's all. It is what it is. Um, <laughs> we got an uh, MJF Darby Allen brawl that was pretty great. Um, ah. CM Punk cut a great promo about Mox and, and, you know, everything he's got going on. Uh, and then, then talk some trash about Eddie Kingston, which Eddie Kingston showed up on rampage to respond to, uh, Thursday night brought us another episode of impact. I won't recap the whole show. Moose opened it with the greatest promo I have ever heard (laughs) in my life. He basically told every champ in every company that exists on every continent that he's better than you and he knows it. Uh, literally called everybody out. When uh, Josh Alexander came out to, uh, uh, you know, try and try and spark the inevitable rematch between the two, uh, since the first match wasn't much of a match, um, he was interrupted by Murder Grandpa because it wouldn't be a week of pro wrestling if Suzuki didn't show up. <laughs> so we're going to get a Josh Alexander Suzuki match at some point. Uh, they were bro- The brawl between them was broken up a little early, so we didn't get anything here. We will jump. I'll save Rampage since you actually watched it. So we'll just jump into SmackDown. We got yeah. more in the ongoing weirdness between Sonya Deville and Naomi that didn't go much of anywhere and continues to not go much of anywhere. Uh, Roman was back. So this episode of SmackDown was at least tolerable (laughs) compared to the week before. It's real sad to say that, you know, even on a thinned out roster that Roman can't take a week off without the show being complete shit. But Uh, how how long do we get a, how long do we get like a, an AR Roman, for them to bring out for like for like whenever <laughs> Roman's not there for the week, they just like bring out this weird CG, like uncanny valley Roman Reigns to they, like they'll take the interact the, with people. The NFL on Fox Sunday robot yeah. thing and just put that bronze coating on it. Uh, <laughs> like the the AR that they've already got, and they'll just pretend that's Roman. Uh they'll just I have Paul wait. Heyman do all the talking. 
Yeah, I can't wait till they start doing this like at actual shows where like there's only one wrestler there to do a promo and the other person's just AR. So like, <laughs> as a fan, you're just be like, um, you're just seeing hearing one side to the, to the promo. It's going to be great. Uh, we got there was some good stuff on uh, on Smackdown. Shotzi cut a pretty good backstage promo. Uh, I think they're actually going to effectively use her. Uh, not a real big fan of the um, the the video that's that's going around on WWE social media. That's just her showing up for SmackDown, and she like drops her jacket. It's got a real divas vibe, which which bothered me All a little right. bit for somebody that's as talented as she is. Uh, Drew McIntyre held another open challenge. I'm loving this open challenge with no belt thing. Um, mm. I, like I love the feel of it. Um, Ricochet answered, which was cool enough. Ricochet walked to the ring, slapped the taste out of Drew McIntyre's mouth, and then the match started. <laughs> um, Drew ended up getting the win. It was great. After the match, Drew kneel, you know, knelt down like he does after each one and told Ricochet to keep that fire going. He'll get exactly where he wants to be. So maybe he was telegraphing a push for Ricochet. One can hope. Um, there was some of that Mad Cat Moss, Happy Corbin horse shit that nobody cares about. <laughs> uh, Xavier Woods beat Jimmy Uso again, and then the New Day got absolutely demolished by the bloodline. Um, to the point where Roman at the end was kneeling down over uh, Xavier Woods and told him if he had the balls to show up for SmackDown next week, he'd show him what a real king looks like. Wow. <laughs> so that's not going to go well for, for Woods. Um, that's, that was pretty much SmackDown. Um, my dogs decided to, to start their own match back here. Um <laughs> But that gets us to Rampage, which you have seen more recently than I have. So I will I'll yes. let you take the take the floor here. So to, to start off, we had, uh, as you mentioned before, we had Brian Danielson um, versus. And now uh, it's it's. Oh, man, now I'm trying Anthony to think of Bowens. It. Anthony Bowens. Yes. So he had had the rap. Now, unfortunately, WWE, if you haven't heard. And, if, and I'm, I'm assuming if you've listened to a wrestling podcasts, you probably know the WWE uh, laid off a whole bunch of people last week. Um, and Anthony Bowen, or sorry, uh, Max Caster went there. He uh, and, and specifically mentioned Johnny Ace, or not specifically, but he implied Johnny Ace, uh, who is Brian Danielson's father-in-law, uh, since he's married to one of the Bellas. Um that he ends more that Max Caster ends careers faster than your father-in-law or something, something like that. Like better, better than I just did it. Uh, but yeah, man, that's, that's pretty brutal and not like a distasteful thing. Like Max Caster has gone before. <laughs> I, I so. also liked the, uh, the you're only still famous because of your wife's reality show. line. Yeah. That, was, that was a pretty good one. Yeah. That match was uh, great though. Uh, yeah. I, I like that um, Bowens gets to do matches without without Caster. I, th I think Caster is truly the weak link in that tag team. Yeah. Um, he's the Dawkins, and uh, Bowens is definitely the uh, uh, shit. Now I'm spacing on the other Street Profits name. Uh, uh, Dawkins and damn. Man, right? we're, we're doing great this week. 
It's all right. We've, we, I, I flew through five shows real quick there. So forgetting <laughs> one name is kind of impressive. Yeah. But, um, and it's not even what we're talking about really. So no. that's also helpful. Um, then what, what else do we have? So I think we, from there we went directly. Yeah. We went directly into, uh, CM Punk coming out to challenge or at least, uh, bring up Kingston's slight from the week before. Now Kingston wasn't on dynamite as he was, uh, I guess feeling sick, or whatever. Although I do think they were shot on the same night. So he was there, uh, <laughs> but they just didn't do that. Um, I, cause like also punk made some kind of reference to when they came back from commercial, which was like, I want everybody to think I was running around for the last three minutes in the ring. <laughs> like when they just, all they did was just cut and come back. Um, man, he, he called out Kingston and Kingston, I don't know. He's, he's just a killer man and he's, he can be so funny, but I believe every damn word he says, like the, the whole, it's just something else to see. Like the, they actually put it up, put this up on YouTube and it's worth watching the whole thing. If you watch something this week, that's, you know, I mean, there's some, there were some great matches this week, but if you just want to watch one clip. Man, seeing Kingston and, and Punk go at it, I saw a fire in Punk that I don't feel like I've seen since he's come back. Like I think he's he's fired up to be there, but uh, he's not has not has been into a, a selling a match like this one. Um, and it's uh, I don't know how this match is going to be, but the the promo battle is was amazing, and I'm hoping we get another one this week uh, or or on Rampage, either one of them. Uh, that whole line about none of the boys in the back really want you here, but, but I'm the, and I'm the only one uh, brave enough to say it or something like that. So, paraphrasing again, that it felt kind of true to me. Yeah. And I think it's like, cause, cause you know, like, cause punk's going to inevitably on one level, bring more people to the show, but at the same time, he's going to hog up the spotlight. So I think there is a little bit, and we've kind of talked about this on the show too, where like, you know, with some of these bigger stars coming in, like the whole kind of building up this scrappy company and stuff like that is, is kind of going by the wayside. Like what's that balance? And I think TK has done a good job of that, but I, I think that brought up something real that I think really does exist there. Um, man, I just thought it was just top notch, like all the way around. Yeah. Eddie pulled no punches. Um, some parts of the brawl even felt real. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they weren't, um, I mean that he, he definitely went for the jugular with that, that promo. Um, yeah. and I, I mean, it's for, for a guy like him, like he's for, for an indie guy, he's a little bit older and you know, he's, he's been around and I, I know he's back there cause he's gotta be one of the locker room leader guys. Yeah. So you know, he's back there listening to these guys that are like, I can't, I, I have trouble getting two minutes on dark, but this guy gets a full four minute fucking entrance to walk back up the ramp and do commentary. Yeah. Like it, it's gotta be frustrating. I mean, I get it. I know, I know punk brings more people, uh, to watch the show, but at the same time, like there's, there's far too many guys that, you know, need a couple of minutes on TV. That's all they need. Cause mm. they're ready to go. 
Um, so I, I know the frustrations have got to be mounting and, and Eddie just, just let it go. Um, yeah. so I, I mean, it's on, on one hand, it, it made for a great promo on the other, on the other hand, it, it probably really just needed to be said out loud for the audience to hear. Um, yeah. we know you love this guy, but at the same time, he is fucking over three quarters of the roster. Um, yeah. So and I think the interesting thing too is like uh he mentioned Samoa Joe and they mentioned Samoa Joe multiple times. A lot. And I and then I remembered, wait a minute, Samoa Joe isn't employed by anyone, is he? Did he get released again? Didn't he get released? Or did he come back? He he re-signed. Oh no, he got injured, huh? Yeah. Which, I mean, he may have gotten quietly. It may have just been like, I'll work out 30 days of my my non-compete for this storyline thing. Yeah. um, Just because you need me. Um, So, I mean, he it may be something like that where he he is unemployed. But I I thought it was weird, too, that they kept like by name mentioning somebody that works for the other company. Uh, I mean, homicide makes sense. Homicide is a known like like mentor of, of Kingston and he's shown up on, on yeah. dynamite before. So like that, that, that makes sense. Uh, um, but yeah, it just, it seemed a little odd to me that they specifically mentioned Joe <laughs> multiple times. And I know punk specifically had, had run-ins with, with Joe uh, in ring of honor and stuff like that. So, I mean, I guess maybe that's not, not too surprising because they both worked with each other a whole bunch. Um, but yeah, it, it was it was pretty great. Uh, after that, we had our last first round match for the TBS Women's Championship. The Bunny versus Red Velvet. Red Velvet, um, you know, in a fine match, took the uh, advances on there. Uh, she she faces Jade Cargill, who got a first round bye. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this match, and I really yeah. hope Red Velvet beats Jade Cargill. I feel like that this belt was created just to push Jade Cargill. <laughs> and I think that's a disservice because red velvet is great. And Jade Cargill, every time she's in the ring, she just feels super green just yeah. every time. Um, I, I would, it's kind of like, you know, once, once Sheeta got the, the women's championship, um, it, it meant more. Like, I, I really yeah. like the idea of like a red velvet getting this belt you know, even open challenging the damn thing. Um, cause she works really well with everybody I've seen her in the ring with, uh, yeah. this match was no exception. Um, bunny always do- has good matches, but this, this one in particular was pretty good. Uh, before that, we actually did have a Christian cage, uh, and Jurassic express promo where they accepted the match or, you know, fully challenged that for that match at full gear. And the thing that jumped out to me, man, is they, is jungle boy, I love him. He's great. He needs to take some acting classes, some yeah. promo classes. I, like it feels like that's why they paired him with Christian, you know, yeah. Captain Charisma. They were hoping yeah. it would rub off a little bit. But I I honest to God, I don't know how you've got half of Luke Perry's DNA and the yeah. charisma's just not there. Like it 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 catches me off guard every time he starts to speak. Um yeah. maybe they just I guess they just need to to let him do it more and more often, even if yeah. it's uncomfortable and awkward and he'll get there. But 
Yeah, it's it's really weird. Like Luchasaurus is incredibly comfortable doing promo yeah. work. Um, but yeah, it's it's so surprising every time he's just like this shy, like introverted dude standing behind everybody else. Um, like I, I wish Dusty was still around for, you know, for multiple reasons. But if, if Dusty was still around, I'd be like, Cody's got to be like, Dad, you got to like, please just like spend every weekend with this guy. Like, like you're Mr. Miyagi, like teaching, <laughs> teaching uh, yeah. Daniel to 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 paint the fence or something. I don't know, like like he needs he needs to like just be immersed in it for like or shit maybe we'll get really lucky here soon and if if more backstage releases keep happening maybe the heartbreak kid can make his way over yeah Uh, because i know you know gargano and and adam cole and a couple of those other guys have said that you know not only was he a great in-ring mentor but the, the guy could coach you through promo work like like nobody else in the company yeah so maybe that's what we need is for them to do something real stupid and let Shawn Michaels go. <laughs> <laughs> or, or damn, we were just talking about Kingston, man. Like said, just send him away with Kingston. Like maybe like, that, maybe that's what it is. Maybe they need to Jurassic express needs a heel turn. I yeah. know every fucking tag team in this company is a heel except for them, but yeah. maybe that's what it is. Maybe let him get comfortable as a heel. Cause everybody does so much better from that side getting going. Um, yeah. Maybe that's what that would, would help. But yeah, working with Kingston would definitely, I mean, he'd have to go heel to do it, but uh, yeah, yeah, that would be a a great idea. And we have uh, the best match of the week. I'm I'm, I'm kind of joking, but not really either. No, not Um, not in the slightest. (laughs) We have Adam Cole, uh, Budge versus John Silver. And uh, we had a return of Mark Henry doing his little interview. I don't know what happened where he wasn't doing them for the last couple of weeks, or at least I don't know what happened the previous week, but there was a, there was, I, I missed him. I missed him yeah. doing those main event interviews. Uh, and man, John silver and his whole budge thing. And like, there's just so much charisma, you know, talking about someone with not much charisma and someone with a lot of it. Uh, you've got John silver and he, you know, he just kind of killed it there. But in the ring, we were talking about um, Alan angels, all these dark order guys can go. Yeah. They're, they're all fantastic. John silver. I mean, he, he kills me anyway with the Johnny hungy thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, this match was fantastic. Um, silver has surprised me on multiple occasions. Like I've, mm-hmm. I've never, if he goes to the ring, I'm invested. Cause I yeah. know it's going to be fun to watch. Um, this was no exception and uh, i mean you're standing across the ring from adam cole so you're gonna get you're gonna get a good match but yeah this this one was so much fun to watch the 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 things that popped out with me and i just watched this so it's it's fresh in my memory uh him blocking the low blow when there was outside interference um him reversing the panama city sunrise which was pretty uh, pretty incredible to, to see like it seems like every time Adam gets that on, on somebody uh, it, it happens and, and to see him like block that and kind of reverse it was, was pretty cool. And then that spinning Liger bomb, man, like 
even Taz was like, I don't like John Silver, like the whole match. But even he was just like, he was John, <laughs> like he was really excited uh, when when that happened, that spinning Liger bomb. And it was surprised when that wasn't the the finish there. I, th- and, I think that's uh, the, the best part yeah. of Taz on commentary mm-hmm. is that he tries so hard to work the gimmick the whole night yeah. and then something catches him off guard and he just, the gimmick is gone. He's, yeah. he's just a fanboy at that point. Yeah. I, I did mention something about like earlier when, um, when Eddie Kingston came out saying, it was like, Oh, he doesn't need music. He doesn't need people to sing along uh, to their entrance music. And I'm like, Taz, you know, you do that all the time, right? For like, <laughs> For like Ruby Soho and Jungle Boy and all this stuff, uh, it's 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 pretty crazy, um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. And sadly, uh, Adam Cole won. But I definitely, I think the to getting John Silver over and making some of these people more credible than like AEW Dark and Dark Elevate, like uh competitors i think that it's been really successful that they've done over the last few weeks so let's talk about full gear yeah let's uh let's run through these predictions quickly yeah Um, just you know we're going to minneapolis in a few days (laughs) all right we will have that six-man tag match christian cage and jurassic express taking on the super click uh adam cole and the young bucks um I I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the super click on this one. I, I think I think this is gonna continue on possibly. I don't know. I, I really don't know on this one, which is a great thing because I do think there's a lot of matches that I think that are obvious to call on this pay-per-view, but it's also one of these things where like the stories have been really well told and it's gonna be a satisfying conclusion to these stories, even if we like have a good idea what's gonna happen. Um, yeah. This is the one I don't really know what's going to happen. And I almost feel like the super click could get a win here because I think um, spoiler for Kenny, I don't think it's going to go so well. So I think on one level, they're going to balance it out here and then have some degree of unpredictability there. Cause I do feel like people think that, that uh, Christian and Jurassic Express are going to win here. So I think, I think this is an area for some unpredictability. Yeah. And I, I think I, I'm, mentioned it the other day via text. Um, I, I, I see Kyle O'Reilly getting cut and ending up here and mm. we get, we get Cole and O'Reilly and fish back together. Um, and it, it's going to be the end of the super click, um, in dramatic fashion. But until mm. then they are going to protect the ever loving shit out of Adam Cole. Um, and they need to, I mean, if, if it, it it's the one thing that WWE does absolutely wrong at every turn is that you don't have that, that next guy up that you've been protecting that can slot in when you get an an injury. That's why you Mm. just get these, these random like Seamus gets a title shot like (laughs) matches because somebody got hurt or Roman isn't going to wrestle because of COVID or things like that. Or Um, or survivor series being announced by uh, survivor series teams announced on Twitter. And even the guys in the match are confused by it. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think Adam Cole's going to be that guy that's like heavily protected for a while. I mean, mm. obviously we're we're working towards um, probably um, Danielson being the first Hangman challenger. Yeah, um, and I'd, I I love the idea that Hangman would go over him. 
Um, yeah. But I, I think you've got to keep that keep that next guy up. And the the bigger company seems to have a problem with that. But I think Adam Cole and the Young Bucks, and I don't even think it's it's going to be anything shady. I think they get a clean win here. Uh, well, Panama the, Sunrise. The, yeah. The uh, false count anywhere stipulation, I think, definitely oh, that's, favors that's a, a, a super yeah. clip. Yeah. Because I, I mean, you could have that. like a. You could have like a Panama City sunrise from the uh, announce table or something like onto the onto the stage. And that that could be super crazy uh, in a way like you wouldn't expect anyone to to get up from that. So. All right. CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston. Um, You know, despite the promos there, uh, I don't think they're going to give the first loss to Kingston for uh, of Punk's career here to Kingston. Although same time, I don't know who's, who's doing that. Uh, so obviously someone has to beat him, but yeah. I don't know who that is yet. Um, yeah, but I, I don't want this to end either. So I, I, I kind of hope that we get maybe a, even if it's not like right away, if Punk moves on to someone else, like I'd, I'd like to see, a, a trilogy of matches between these these two. I mean, not seeing them in a match, but I'd like to see them promo battle. So I'm hoping the matches deliver to the level that we're uh, we're expecting. And I, I know Kingston can bring it and stuff, and Punk can bring it. I just hope their their in ring chemistry matches their uh, their promo chemistry. So. Yeah, yeah. My my heart says Kingston, but my head knows yeah. better. So it's, yeah. it's Punk. Uh, MJF versus Darby Allen. Um, I, you know, as much as I'm thinking like, oh, all, uh, Alan always, always kind of loses. I, I do feel like he is, has, has some kind of impermanent or like he's bulletproof in a way. Like, so I think, I think MJF kind of needs this win to, to keep the pinnacle kind of feeling legitimate. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I think. Plus I mean, to date, his only loss in the company was a tag match that the other guy ate the pin, right? Mm. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think that I think that sticks for a while. Mm. Um, we get the Minneapolis street fight, also known as Matt's bathroom and concessions break. <laughs> uh, this is bang the, energy. This is the inner circle taking on the men of the year, Junior Dos Santos, Andre Orlovsky. And Dan Lambert. Oh, I'm sorry. You're not going to be buying Bang Energy. It's, since we're at the Target Center, it's going to be the the up and up uh, energy drink. Yes. Uh, yeah. in, the, in the white nondescript can. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be in a circle. I hope this is somewhat entertaining. Uh, I don't have high hopes for it. Uh, as you said, this will be a bathroom break match. Um it's something it's going to be something, but, and I hope it's not a complete train wreck. Um, but yeah, you know what, no what one's I, buying this pay-per-view for this match. What I hate most about this is the two tag teams involved deserve so much better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all ego Scorpio sky, proud and powerful Santana and Ortiz that like all four of those guys, that should just be a match on this card. Yeah. This America's top team shit should not be here. Jericho needs to be in whatever fucking country Fozzie. He's got to get on a plane and fly to a Fozzie show when the shit ends. Yeah. Like it just, just, just go for a while. 
Like, let Sammy defend his belt on this this card. Why is there not a, a Sammy title defense here? Um, whatever. I, I just want to see Dan Lambert bleed a little bit. But, uh, all right. We get the final match in the Eliminator Tournament to determine the new number one contender for the AEW Championship. Brian Danielson taking on Miro. Um, I mean... I almost feel like I almost feel like there could be some kind of swerve here and Miro could be the first challenger. Like, I like I the think, idea of it. And I think I think Danielson's like Danielson he's in it for to, to tell the best story. Yeah. And I kind of feel like he could be pushing for that. Um and it would be at a hell of a swerve. It so. really would. And what would be awesome and just lead to tons of speculation. I want to see God's favorite champion have his wife come out and cause a distraction to get the win here. Yeah. If you get one wife involved, the internet's going to go fucking insane. <laughs> uh, also uh, total divas, uh, uh alumni. I, I, I mean the, the obvious choice here, Brian Danielson, um, hadn't lost yet. Uh, kind of like CM Punk, I feel like they're gonna mm. they're gonna keep that intact for a bit. Um, but I did. I mean, th- it does make sense to have Miro go over, be the first loss in Hangman's reign. Yeah, uh, I mean that it works a lot better than you know trying to fast track Daniel Bryan through or Brian yeah. Danielson through. All right, AEW World Tag Team Championship match. I kind of wish this was uh, that both belts were on the line here. Yeah. Um, But FTR is defending the AAA belt at a AAA show, aren't they? Yes. And I think that's the whole reason why they won in the first place, because I think they want that that, you know, dastardly foreign heel uh, angle to run for the hometown or the home uh, country like team to win win those belts back. It's more triumphant than them just retaining. Yeah. So Lucha Bros versus FTR. Um, I'm thinking Lucha Bros retain here. Uh, and I think FTR lose those belts uh, at that Triple A show. We'll go a little extra there. I think FTR gets the win here. I'm okay. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that it's a it's a favor of a favor of a favor. And Andrade is the reason they get the win here. But uh, that that storyline and that thread has has been woven pretty deep. Um, the idea that Andrade could then be a part of AAA shows as an ongoing extension of this, you know, when the Lucha Lucha Bros end up getting another AAA title match later, um, I, I I think there's there's benefit in FTR getting the belts. Um, yeah, like you said, Pinnacle needs to be a little more relevant than they have been. Mm-hmm. Um, we we. We definitely don't need any more inner circle, but let's let's find a way to to push the pinnacle to to a a, a new level of relevancy here. Um, yeah, I think I think FTR gets those belts. All right. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, and then, do we have right. anything else? Oh, we got the women's side title two. match. I'm going to oh, throw yeah. you a curveball here. I think this one is going to be the best match on the show. Uh, the AEW Women's World Title Match. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, taking on Ty Conti, who I have numerous times on this show 
talked about how great she is. <laughs> I am so fucking thrilled for this match. Um, I, I really do. I think I think this could. I, I know the best bout machine is in the the match with the most story behind it, uh, taken on Hangman uh, for some cowboy shit. Um, but I really do. I think I think this match could steal the show. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I guess I think it could 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 be really cool. I mean, they're both great, and uh, they have built up some story here. Um, I hope, I hope it, you know, there's not too much outside interference. I hope it's just a good, solid match. Uh, but who knows? Who knows with Baker? Yeah, that's that's so. not how Britt Baker matches end. Yeah, uh, you get a whole bunch of blood, and, <laughs> and then you get <laughs> interference. Um, so that takes us to some cowboy shit. Uh, probably the most predictable match on the card. Um, yeah. AW world title, Kenny Omega, the cleaner, the best bout machine, the AEW reigning, defending undisputed champion taking on hangman page. I mean, I think there'll be a riot if there's, if, uh, if if hangman loses like i just don't see where they go from go from here and this story and you know hangman did put it out there he was saying like i may not you know it may not win this match but you know this you brought me here and stuff like that but i think he's lost he's learned from his losses enough this has been an incredible story and i think it's time to 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 make this happen you know the only argument against it is they're going to go with the kind of kenny versus um versus okada thing which rules which went on long way longer until like kenny actually ever won that belt like he went against okada several several to several times and it it wasn't towards kind of the end that he finally actually won uh and he didn't even hold that belt that long because that's you know essentially he went off to to do uh the whole AEW thing so he had to drop it so I don't know. I just don't think it'll be for American audiences. I just don't think it'll be palatable for, <laughs> for hangman to lose here. So I, I I'm going to be completely honest. If uh, I hadn't been reading for two, three months now about how, you know, defending all those belts had been really just kicking Kenny Omega's ass. And mm-hmm. I didn't know how much longer he was going to be able to do it. Yeah. I would, I would, I would predict the, the upset here. Um, I, I would I would pick Kenny Omega because like the like the Okada thing I think it tells it tells just as much ongoing story because um, I, I and I say this because Hangman Page the story of Hangman Page is the story of AEW it's mm. the company that's supposed to be the future of wrestling Hangman Page is their guy that is supposed to be the future of wrestling. So there's a there's a balance. If you if you put the belt on your guy even a hair too early, you're I don't know, you're setting yourself up for a little bit of disappointment. I still think we're going to get the hangman page ending here um regardless of any of the other stuff. Um I think it's going to feel like the big E moment. Yeah. Um, for for most of us um because I, I mean, I'm I'm right there with with everybody else. This this guy, he he is. He's he's the future of he's the future of AEW, no doubt. 
um, him and MJF and Darby um, mm. will will be this company in five six years. Uh, Hangman may very well be their their fucking version of Roman Reigns in five six yeah. years. Um, so I I think this is the moment where we get that that teary eyed ending because uh, we are we're going to be in a room full of you know middle-aged dudes that are all weeping when this match ends uh, regardless <laughs> of how it ends um, but uh yeah th- I, I think this is his moment this is our this is our coronation um all hail the new king uh all hail the king of cowboy shit yeah and i think if vince was running this company he would he would pull the swerve and do uh it's like oh everybody thinks that that it's going to be um going to be page then yeah omega is going to win this match and i think that's now, what exactly what vince would do the but. question that i have the eliminator tournament is it like the call your shot thing no no i think it's, it's just a, it's not like a, a money in the bank instant take it when you want it kind of deal no no it's just set up they might already have a date in mind too like like it, it's probably for that like winter is coming whatever they want to call it this year the december show Cause how how fucked up would that be if everybody in the audience gets all weepy and teary eyed, Hangman's crying in the ring, and then <laughs> Miro locks his ass in and takes that belt to end the show? Oh my god, I mean, that would it would be it would be beautiful to watch. Like it, it really would. It would it, it would rival the Moose thing. Yeah. Um, I think in this case, people would argue that it's like a WCCW 2000 moment where it's like, okay, whatever. Um, I watched a clip today of of uh, Kevin Nash, like he was in a gauntlet match, and all he was doing is like power bombing somebody, and then the ref would count to three. He wasn't even covering him, and he was eliminating <laughs> eliminating his his uh, competitors. Uh, it was something else. Oh, uh, I, was, I don't know. He, he was like shit can wasted too. Yeah. <laughs> he, he couldn't even get down there to do the pins. So they just had to make it work. Oh man. That well, if it beautiful. wasn't for full gear this weekend, the fact that we're in Minneapolis, um, I would be in San Jose to I, see. Uh, I would too. Our, yeah. Our friend, uh, f- formerly known as buddy Murphy versus Kazuka Akata, uh, which is just insane. <laughs> Yeah, to, to he, think about. He went to New Japan and he didn't start at the bottom. He called yeah. his shot against the top dog. <laughs> <laughs> like this is not that match is going to be insane. Buddy yeah. Murphy is uh, he's he's a freak show. Like the the things he can do, a guy that I mean he's he's not terribly tall, but that dude can do just some some unreal things. Um yeah, I I honestly, if we weren't in Minneapolis, I think I might meet you in San Jose just for that one. Um, uh, and then we also have our friend Moose uh, versus Juice Robinson, because uh, this is a feud that's been happening. Um, and I mean, that's also pretty nuts as well. Um, Squash match. <laughs> greatest champion on earth. Like anybody thinks this is going to be anything but a glorified squash match. But yeah, if it wasn't for Full Gear and the fact that we had those tickets, we would be watching Moose and Okada and Buddy Murphy uh, this weekend. And I, I think I'm going to have to try to f- resubscribe to New Japan World or whatever to like watch this the maybe the on that Sunday or something. Um, 
maybe in our uh, the Delta Sky Club we can use their their Wi-Fi and watch uh yeah. watch I'll bring my iPad or something. So anyway, uh we'll catch you in in Minneapolis. Uh I got the city right this time. I keep on I, I've been telling people we're going to Milwaukee and then I keep on getting paranoid that I somehow bought a airplane ticket to Milwaukee and not Minneapolis. Uh, that would be really awkward if, <laughs> if it, I got it, there and you and you and Michelle were like, where are you at? And I'm like, what do you mean? Where am I at? I'm at the airport. It freaks me out. Every time you ask what time I get in, I check yeah. my Delta app and it's yeah. St. Paul. And I'm like, what the <laughs> hell did I do? And then I have to remember that it's the exact same thing. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I feel you. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll be coming to you from Minneapolis, uh, this, this weekend, uh, like late Saturday night, early Sunday when we recorded anyway. So, uh, we'll see you then. All right. Like, subscribe, subscribe. do all that stuff. Ring the bell, share with your friends. Yeah. All right. Oh, it's, it's almost Christmas. So like, and subscribe and share. I might start giving away more of my stuff. (laughs) I tend to do that this time of year. Man, supply chains are, are really, uh, really cramped up. So that, getting a gift from Matt might be the only thing you might be able to get for somebody. I've got those. They only made 200 prints of that Kenny Omega poster. I got two of the some bitches. Like and subscribe. <laughs> I may give one of them away. Jeremy doesn't have any wall space for it, so I can't send no. it to him. Yeah. All right, man. We'll see you later. <laughs>